Okay, good afternoon, Varadi. How are you? I'm good, Lena. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. I'm so excited to have you here and have experienced um, your passion and topic. And um, mm -hmm. without saying anything about it, I'll let you introduce yourself. And if you would love to share something about um, who you are and um, what you're doing, that would be amazing. Oh, great. Thanks, Ina. Yeah, it's good to be having this chat, actually. So we're I'm going to talk a little bit about um, focusing. So that's kind of how we connected uh, over the last couple of months. Um, yeah, so this is a good opportunity to talk a little bit about focusing and also give you a sense of maybe if we have a bit of time, also a practical side of how it works. But how did I come to be here? Maybe I'll give you a bit of background into how I got into it. And then I can talk a little bit about focusing as a practice, because uh, some people would know about it. It's been around for a long time. Um, but because it's hard to talk about, I think it's not uh, it's not as popular or well known that I th as I think it could be, because it's very difficult to talk about, but we're going to do our best. <laughs> so the way that I got into it was, um, I think it was three years ago, a bit longer, maybe four, where I was having a bit of trouble with a housemate I was living in a share house and uh, you know we would get into these patterns where I'd, we weren't communicating you know he would do something that would set me off and I'd do something that would set him off and you know it came to a point where I was I would be afraid to go out in, into the house uh, but rationally there was nothing wrong you know we were um, he was a good friend up until that point you know so there was a point in my life where I just came to this realization that something else is happening in the way that I am in the world, you know, in the way that I am with other people in my relationships. Uh, and I just needed help. So I needed help to kind of figure out this situation that was happening that was beyond um, my rational explanations of it, you know, because when we approach life or problems, there's, you know, it's often this is a problem and this is how we solve it you know at least until then that was my kind of uh, way into it and um, I'm also practicing Buddhist so I have my Buddhist practice and that's been going on for 10 years and this focusing thing has been going on let's say for three and a half four years and it was at that point when you know I was working with uh, compassion towards this person and I was working with mindfulness and I was working with everything that I could find in my toolbox to sort out how you know find a way forward out of this kind of tight place I found myself and then my friend suggested um, hey have you heard of focusing is that something that you want to do and something in me said yeah check that out because I didn't want to I wasn't interested in um, nothing wrong with therapy but I wasn't interested in talking about it in terms of finding the root cause historically or you know I wasn't even interested in analyzing it I just something in me knew that I wanted to approach this kind of stuckness I felt in a new way and when someone said focusing I thought okay what's that about you know so I um, wrote to um, Focusing Australia which is uh, where I started and I booked in a session and we kind of started from there um, and the great thing about focusing or how it helped me kind of, uh, well, how it really helped me and changed my life is that it has this sense of the assumption is we already know, you know, so the body knows its way forward. Yeah. So all of these problems or stuckness or tightness, 
it has its own solution, right? It has its, it has its own kind of knowing innate in itself. So it's about creating that space or creating that pause with another person to really let things, um, to listen into how we are in every moment. So it's a bit difficult to explain, but to give an example with this situation with my friend, yeah, I just spent a long time just really being with what was happening in me, you know, and uh, just being able to not force myself to be a certain way, uh, allowed something to soften, you know? So these days it's like with focusing, when I get into a place where you know, I feel stuck or I feel confused or, you know, I have a big emotional reaction, um, I've learned to just pause with that. And I've learned to pause with that and to have that assumption that it has its own life forward. You know, if I can give it this time and space and attention, which I've been training in with focusing, then it makes sense. Yeah, so it's like, how do we make sense of our body and our own reactions and our own way of being in the world by just listening? Um, I think that's one way we can look at focusing. But there's so many different ways. <laughs> I have a quick question. I think your camera makes this really, um, it goes light and red and yellow and then dark. Um, oh. And when you move, it just goes, I don't know what's happening. What um, if I do this? That's interesting. Let's try and fix it. Because we want to see you. <laughs> That's right. How about now? I think it's good. Better? Yeah, good. I don't know. No, it's just um, it's still it's doing really it. weird. Yeah, it's it's kind of going in and out of. Um, Let me try one more thing. of light. Maybe. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wait, it's gonna. I know it's dark now, but what if I? Let's see. One second. Technical difficulty. <laughs> now you're gone. All right. Is that any better? Yeah, I think that's um Let's I think see. that's good. Yeah, yep. it was it was just kind of yeah, anyway. When you, you will see when you see <laughs> That's right. <laughs> good to um, fix it. Yeah. yeah, beautiful. So um I, I love mm. this that you said it um it kind of softened your situation. Um How how did um how how did you shift the situation? How did how how did this softening feel? Yeah, the biggest thing that helped in that was, you know, with focusing, it's like you're clearing a space to listen to how things are inside yourself. And one thing that's really important is you drop all judgment of how you're feeling or thoughts that you're having or feelings, you know. So What was happening for me, I realized in hindsight, was I was having a reaction to this person that was beyond my kind of rational thinking. And then immediately something in me was saying, you shouldn't be having this reaction, you know, or you should be kind and caring and open to this person. You shouldn't be tight, you know. So there was something that was coming in really quickly that I wasn't, you know, I wasn't aware of that. And then I would feel like, oh, I'm feeling this and I shouldn't be feeling this, you know. And that can happen, you know, in any situation, in everyday life, I'm sure to a lot of people. So when I was able to just be like, okay, so there's something in me that's afraid of this person, say, and there's also something in me that feels like I shouldn't be afraid of this person. 
and they can both be here and I can just really listen to both of these, then it's like, okay, that's what's happening. You know, there isn't this tightness anymore. There isn't this kind of confusion and pull of different things. It's just like, well, this is the situation, you know, and then there's a softening and then a becoming bigger than the problem. And, you know, it's like this embrace of things as they are. Um, and that's not our natural, well, it's our natural way, but it's not our kind of everyday way of being, is it? It's like, because every day we're trying to be a certain way and there's this self, self-talk and, you know, who knows, all sorts of things. So being able to be with these different parts of myself, I think really helped. Mm. So pretty much the acceptance that you felt this made the situation more at ease with the person. That's right. Yeah, with myself. Without knowing the reason why you felt that way even. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah, without knowing the reason why I felt that way. Yeah, and I didn't have to know. I just knew that I felt that way. And I also felt I shouldn't be feeling that way. <laughs> and it's like, you know, you turn to that and you say hello to that part that says, you shouldn't be feeling this way. This person is your good friend. You should be kind. Oh, and what kind of Buddhist are you? You should be loving and compassionate, you know? And it's like, okay, so there's something here that's worried, you know? So you train to turn to that um, with kindness and curiosity. So whatever is inside, the assumption is there's no enemies inside. Yeah in ourselves there's just parts that are worried or parts that are you know their their needs are not being met or they're not feeling heard you know and then life becomes easier when you can just be like oh hello there's that thing there you know Mm. (laughs) becoming more neutral to the situation yeah 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 becoming bigger yeah and so where is um focusing coming from and you know how does it actually work where is it used do you want to talk a bit about just focusing as a as a word as a method as a technique sure yeah yeah so um yep and full disclosure i'm still in training so that's another thing to remember Even though focusing has been a big part of my life, I'm training to be a focusing um, facilitator. And it's been a big part of my life for a few years. But so focusing is kind of started by someone called Jean Jenlin, and he's written a book called Focusing. In fact, I have a copy of it right here. <laughs> so this is, um, it's been impressed for a long time. I think this was printed in the late 70s. But he's been doing, you know, even before this book, writing this book, he's been doing this kind of work for a um, long time. And it's kind of based on Jin Jenlin's work, Eugene Jenlin's work, where he was studying and looking at situations in which, you know, therapy works for the client. Yeah, so he was, he studied all these different um, kind of exchanges. And what he's come to is therapy works when the client feels like, well, basically when they feel really heard and when you kind of um, let them feel the situation in their body. Yeah. So he's developed this concept of felt sense. And it's just difficult to talk about because it's not like, uh, it's not strictly an emotion and it's not strictly a feeling, but you know, in the book, he gives an example. It's like, you know, when you leave your house and you're in your car, you're on the train or whatever, and you have this sense of, you know, you forgot something. You're like, oh, I forgot something, you know? 
or you're on a plane, you know, that often happens to me, then I forgot something, uh, but you don't quite know what you forgot, yes, yeah? so you don't have that information, but there's this, you know, familiar feeling, we, I guess, I mean, we all know what it's like to have a sense of, I really forgot something, but I don't know what it is, yeah, so that's kind of a felt sense, isn't it, it's like, you can't say where that is exactly, and you can't say, you know, we can't really give a name to that, but we know, yeah, and then, we also know when we remember, yeah? So I might remember suddenly, oh, I forgot to close the window, yeah? And we know that's right, yeah? So how do we know that? Something in us knows that, our body, we know that, yeah? So it's like, we follow the felt sense. So if we give space to that sense of, I forgot something, then it finds its own answer, yeah? So it's like, focusing is kind of a training into being with this, place that doesn't quite have words yet yeah that place that we kind of know intuitively let's say or we know in our body but we can't we don't really have words for so the method then becomes with somebody else or on your own being able to create space for that being able to be non-judgmental um and to be able to say hello to whatever comes so after jinjin the modality that I study is um, called inner relationship focusing, and it's by Anne Weiser Cornell. And she's kind of taken the this, you know, introductory, well, Jenlin's work, and she's made it a, her own, and they ha that have a, that has clear steps towards it. But in principle, uh, it's the same. It's being able to learn to listen, learn to pause, and then check. Yeah. So if we take the forgetting example, you know, let's say you have a feeling I've forgotten something and then I'm thinking, you know, and I can't think my way into the answer. You know, I might say, oh, did I forgot to call that person, you know, and we check that's not right. Yeah. And then suddenly something happens and then we have a sense of, oh, actually, this is the answer. So it's this, um, it's this creating space and checking uh, in with if that's true. I mean, we can use it with all sorts of things, like, you know, if we're going to make a big decision about work or relationship or creativity. So there's so many different ways focusing has been used um, by many, many different modalities. You know, there's something called whole, whole body focusing. Um, it's used in community work. Uh, it's used in therapy kind of, you know, um, you know, kind of healing modality. There's Buddhism and focusing that works as well. Uh, the reason it can work is because it's a very universal human experience of listening. Um, so it has many, many applications. Mm. So when we go back to the example with your housemate, how, how, like in practicality, how did you go about this? Yeah, in practicality, many examples. It's, well, I think, what how how it's helped me it's um it's made me more confident in knowing how i'm feeling about a situation yeah because when i first started it was there's this thing of i should be feeling a certain way you know i don't know if you ever have that where it's like i should be not annoyed by this or i shouldn't be afraid of this or you know i shouldn't want to stay up all night watching tiktok or whatever it is you know so it's like it's really made me practically, it made me be more honest to myself. And also, um, 
confidence in knowing who I am. Because when you can be non-judgmental with all these different parts, then it's like you're not so swayed with what happens or what people say or how you are with other people because you know in yourself there's this and there's that, you know. So with the housemate situation, you know, it took it really, I mean, I'm so thankful because that opened up this whole journey into getting to know myself. And the, the way that I work, when I teach at Focusing with Shayla, she works with, um, you know, she's really into polyvagal theory, so the nervous system, you know, and uh, we kind of mix focusing with the, with the nervous system in a way that, you know, you also want to be aware of, are you in flight? Are you in freeze? Are you in ventral vagal? You know, so it's like, that mix with that, yeah, the biggest gift and practically it's like now when I feel, you know, I can just pause or I, I remember to pause and I remember to be like, oh, there's something in me that's afraid. Sometimes I even do this or something in me that's worried or, you know, and that's okay. <laughs> and feeling that it should be another way isn't helping, but a big hello to that part that feels like it should be another way. You know, so it's like you grow bigger in your emotional capacity with focusing. Mm. And so I now, am I best friends with that person? No, <laughs> but there's an understanding. There's a there's a better understanding. Yeah, sorry, I cut yeah. you off. Mm. No, I I guess it's partly acceptance um, of your own feelings. I guess, and yeah. maybe also questioning your feelings, and maybe because we all kind of um, programmed through our culture and society and family, we possibly sometimes also react without asking ourselves whether this is a, a good thing of, of doing this, you know? And um, Absolutely. I guess living with people, you can always relate that things are sometimes disturbing and you think yeah. like, Why is this disturbing to me now? And um, because, in fact, I might also have things lying around and no one says anything about this, but I can't also say anything about that to this person because ultimately we all live here, but it's disturbing me. And why is that? So um, is this maybe because I need my own order and now I force it onto everyone else? Or um, and, and I think it's good because once words are fallen, it's... Um, really hard to get back why I think it's a really valuable method and technique to actually check in with yourself and be like is it just the other person or is it just me is mm. just because I feel that someone does it deliberately does that mean this person does it deliberately or maybe is this person noisy because this person wants to be heard and it has nothing to do with me it's just they want to have attention but it's not like that they intensively want to annoy me with their noise or And, and I think it's, um, it's, it's obviously a good growth as well, going through while living with different people because that really makes you grow um, out of your own yeah. comfort zone. I mean, whether you need this or not is a different question because you can obviously live by yourself. But I think at one point, mm -hmm. whenever you come together with people, living with people is possibly even more close. But like if you come together with people, I think there's always um, this point of... Um, Yeah, like it, it would be good if a lot of people would check in with themselves beforehand yeah. um, rather than being the victim and blaming everyone yeah. else for yeah. feeling that way and see like, well, obviously I feel that way. Uh, the other yeah. person is only triggering it, but um, 
yeah. is this necessarily a threat um, to me or is this just that I feel simply triggered because um, yeah. I'm unstable in my own self on, or yeah. insecure in my own? Yeah. Is this kind of a good rap <laughs> of what you just said? Absolutely. That's absolutely right. You know, and there's this thing of like, yeah, it takes out blame and being a victim. And it also, it's like, you know, if, if let's say I'm feeling, you know, if I come to a place where something in me feels like it's a victim, you know, it's a victim of a hate crime, let's say something in me feels like that. Yeah. Then I can just turn to that and say, you know, oh, okay, something in me feels like it's a victim of a hate crime. And the way that focusing works, you know, you might say that back to me, right? So it's like this reflection. Then suddenly that can be there, but I don't have to identify with it. Yeah. So I don't have to push it away or I, I don't have to say, this is me. And I'm, you know, it's like something in me feels that way. And it's like, that's completely okay. You know? So it's like, I have a sta more stable base to just be with all of these weird and wonderful things we have as human beings, you know, that may or may not make sense. And it's like, but we don't have to push it on to other people or exile it from ourselves. And then it also almost becomes funny, you know, it's like oh, victim mm. of a hate crime. I don't know, but you know, it's like, but you can still be here, you know, that part can still kind of hang out and feel heard, you know, um, but that's the thing. And other people are so good because they let us, you know, they push our buttons and then it's like, oh, okay. So something in me is a bit sensitive about it today. Um, and, you know, what would it be like to just really turn to that with care and compassion uh, and, you know, invited up into the, you know, invited to the party of me. <laughs> yeah, I think Instead it's also often that we possibly react rather than being also happy with, we can also just care for ourselves, you know, we don't have to, um, engage all the time and and I and I think um, I spoke about it the last few days with friends because it's so important to be like honest and and yeah. also being vulnerable and you know really I think if you're really honest and you say hey I I need some time for myself now or I need some solitude or um, it, it's so much more valid than possibly not sharing this and um, reacting Absolutely. to something that is like brewing up in your head yeah. but I feel also it's 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 nearly sounds like what you're saying is also that once you actually start to accepting these um feelings or emotions or this this space that you said before that you not quite know what it is whether it's a it's a feeling or knowing or um you're remembering in the unconscious yeah. but it sounds like that what you said is once you accept this it kind of sounds like you instantly let it go, which means it kind of frees you from the negative feeling of it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't pull you because you just, you know what it is, you know, like it, it's like you're meeting it for the first time. And because you're meeting it, you're like, Oh, okay. So that's what you are, you know? And then it's like, okay, so you can be here. We can be here together, you know, and it doesn't have that, pool or it doesn't have that unconscious uh you know you're not just reacting to it you just kind of you become bigger um from from the pool of the negative feeling you know yeah that's a really good way to put it hmm. it's a great thing to do yeah. <laughs> to learn yeah you know yeah i think every technique and every method that helps people um understanding themselves and um 
really looking inward, I think that's the most valuable thing you can do for yourself and community and society because ultimately it makes the living together so much better. Absolutely. So, um, yeah. I, I'm so um, I'm so really thankful that um, we got connected and and also um, <laughs> that I experienced it with you uh, in yeah, your studies yeah. three times because yeah. it was really beautiful specifically through lockdown on um, mm -hmm. having some nurturing. Um, time mm. uh, you know even online but like um, yeah. together um yeah do you want to do you want to share a little um yeah we can do part? a little practice of course yeah, yeah yeah we can do a little practice so maybe just five ten minutes or so so maybe what we could do is if you're up for it yeah. um we can do a little bit of focusing so i'm i'll be your companion in this session <clears throat> that's you know to use the language and um Yeah, we'll just go through a little kind of kind and curious adventure into Lena today and how you are. <laughs> yeah. And is there anything that you kind of want to feel into? Um, I don't know how you feel about it, but if there's anything that you want to feel into, you can let me know and we can bring that in. Or we can go in and see what's there. Um, so it's really very much up to you. Yeah, I really feel like um, this week that um, I'm really confronted with um, my belief in myself. Okay. So you're sensing, or, or maybe what we can bring in is this whole thing around belief in yourself. Yeah? Yes. Well, could we bring that in? Yeah. Okay. So because we're going to have a relatively short amount of time, and this is just a bit of kind of show and tell situation. Um, and nothing needs to happen, you know, it's just a way to be here together in this listening kind yes. of modality. So my question then I think the most important thing is to see if you're comfortable. So any kind of inner work, it's best to start when we're really feeling comfortable and the body's comfortable. So how is that? How is that all feeling for you in this moment? Lena, are you? Yeah, you can. Yeah, why not? Yeah. I just gonna lean back. Absolutely, that's it. <laughs> you just lean back, and it's a little adventure to see, um, to pause and listen. And uh, you know, one thing that we do in focusing is to have this pause to go in. You know, so it's this sense of going inwards, and something that helps with that is um, absolutely closing your eyes and maybe taking a few deep breaths in and out and, and just starting to have kind of having the sense of coming into the body that might mean just feeling into your throat and then really letting your body rest in the chair that that sense of safety bringing in the safety of the room of gravity You're going to be feeling the contact of your body with the, with the chair you're sitting on. And then you might just want to feel that space in your heart, that heart space, that breathing space. And we're not looking for anything in particular. We're just kind of with this open curiosity. I'm saying, how is it in there right now? 
because that's all we need to know, you know, this moment right now. And then maybe moving further down in the torso. Your belly, lower belly. That sense of arriving, that breathing into. Maybe if it feels right, we can bring in that question that what you've been looking at this week, that whole situation around belief in yourself. And we want to bring that into the body. We want to have a, a bodily response to that, uh, really taking a moment to see you know, what comes up when you bring that in. And, can be a memory, a sensation, a feeling, a color. It doesn't even have to make sense. And when you have a sense of something that wants to be known, you might want to let me know. It's just a nice feeling to tap into. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, really enjoy that. Just really enjoying that nice feeling to tap into. If it feels right, we can even describe that nice feeling in a way, you know, like, how would you describe how that is? How does it feel, that nice feeling, if that's still here? What is it like? It's warm, and I feel really full and relaxed in my body and my, yeah, inner body, my torso. Hmm. Yeah, so just repeat that back to you and you can check. So it feels really, you're sensing it feels warm and relaxed in your inner body, your torso. You might want to check how that feels to just receive that.
<laughs> yeah, and you can keep describing if it feels right. There's any thoughts, or you know, everything is welcome in this space, whatever is happening. <laughs> whatever is happening. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have to make sense. Yeah. I feel it's good to breathe and um, coming back to your own body and space and um, hmm. into my own bubble. Yeah, yeah. So sensing it's good to breathe and to come back to your own space and into your own bubble. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah, and if you like, we can just stay here. Or if you like, we can bring to mind that kind of thing that we talked about briefly around belief in yourself. And I wonder if, um, if there's a way to kind of bring about that feeling, that question, that, um, you know, that pondering you had about that. If it feels right, we can always just stay here. But if you like, and kind of feel into what that was like. You know, do you have a sense of that in your body now? Is there a way to, to feel into that? Yeah, I feel it's, um, belief is possibly a too positive word. I would say it's possibly more self-trust in, um, you know, like, yeah, just trusting again in, myself in the path in um, the way what's um, happening ahead and, and trusting in that and have a deep trust in my own abilities and that's sometimes a bit shaken. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Great. So that's really good. You know, you're just noticing that it's not belief, it's trust. You know, trust is the right word here. This, this self-trust, this deepening of trust, this um, you know, really trusting your own abilities. You know, there's something here that kind of, um, there's something here about that. And we can just make a bit of space for that perhaps and just really acknowledge that and and say hello to that and let it be here. And then we, you know, when it feels right, we go back and check in again. You know, how does it feel? Does it have more to say? Yeah, that gives me a burning sensation. Yeah. In my in my back and my body. In some right. sadness. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah. So this is a process, see? So making space for that, you're sensing this, this burning sensation in your back and, and also some sadness. And, and we just say hello to that, you know, maybe you can let it know that you hear that, there's some sadness here. And again, we just be with that and just check. Yeah, it feels it goes from a bigger piece in my back to this sparkling <laughs> <laughs> confetti or the movement in my 
back. Mm, mm. <laughs> Great. Yeah, you're so you're sensing, you're sensing into it. So it goes from this bigger piece into this sparkly kind of confetti, you know, and that was in your hands, you know. So that's kind of that's kind of how it is. There's like this movement of it, and maybe you can let it know you see that and Again, just being in touch with that, kind of making space for that, for that to change or be as it is. Yeah, I'm just feeling into how it is to just acknowledge that. <laughs> yeah and so the process goes on yes yeah, so it's like the sense of bringing awareness into it describing and then receiving and checking and you know um you might want to find a kind of gentle way out of it as well because we go into something you know we go into that kind of thing bodily and we listen to something beyond like or underneath the words and we kind of you know there's this process of being witness kind of words and then no words yeah so kind of coming out of it um it's good to do that gently too you know yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that's so nice um thank you so much this was like a nice um a nice cozy journey um yeah <laughs> i think even if you said um that i should think about something i think everyone can can just join the last 10 minutes in their own thoughts um and just uh enjoy the space and absolutely absolutely sounds good energy with it yeah 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 mm -hmm. uh, it's it's transformative it's you know and it's um Someone in my class today was saying it's our birthright, you know, to be able to have that space to be listened to um, and take back in and resonate. So, yeah, hopefully it's relevant to everyone. <laughs> and how has it um, impacted your life so far? Mm. Um, what has changed for you to, um, yeah, become more aware, I assume? Mm. Mm. well I think it's really helped me <clears throat> working with other people especially uh, helped me be more empathetic and to be able to see not take things too personally when someone someone is um, 
I don't know, to be able to relate to people a bit better because I'm listening in as, as well as listening to people, you know? So it's like, it's this thing of being able to be in relationship with people in a way that is more real. I feel more kind of authentic. I feel more self-accepting uh, with all my weirdnesses and, you know, all these different parts, you know, I think that's really changed. And I think I can listen, I've developed the ability or I'm developing an ability to listen to what's be below the words or I get curious about that, you know, which wasn't something that I used to do at all. So it's like, it's made me a better listener to myself and other people, which also means I'm less, um, less chaotic, <laughs> less confused myself and who I am. Um, and it makes me feel like when as problems arise, if I create the space, I can listen into it, you know, and it's so reassuring to know that. So I feel like I have this great tool for whatever life throws my way, you know, and sometimes, of course, I need to ask for help, but it's just a new kind of confidence that I didn't have before. Um, so I think I'm very grateful for that, to know that there's something I can turn to when life gets really difficult. Mm. And so... Obviously, it's kind of like a one-on-one -on -one situation, but let's say um, you really enjoy this. And um, how can you maybe do this for yourself, you know? Um, yeah. You know, it, let's, um, to, yeah, how could you just do this by yourself at home, um, tapping into mm. your own space? Yeah. Well, th there are courses, um, well, I mean, this book, the Jean Jenlin's book that I've read recently, I because this is not my main source for training, but this is a great handbook that goes through how to do it one on, on, on because he started it as a way, a self-inquiry kind of way, where you just ask these questions to yourself, you know, and the answers would come. And this still works. But of course, it's a, if you do a focusing course, the way that it's set up is you have these partnerships. So through the course, as it unfolds, Every week you'd set up, you're set up with someone who you focus with. So when, since I've done that course, now I have two or three people I focus with regularly um, every week. So it's like, you know, uh, it's this friendship as well as just this exchange. You know, they'll focus for half an hour, then I'll focus for half an hour. And to know that that's kind of placed in my week um, is wonderful. Because, you know, if I'm entangled in something, I just have to wait a couple of days Or I can just call someone and say, hey, do you have 10 minutes to just focus, you know, um, because I can't really get my head around what's happening and I need some space. And, you know, sometimes there's just this someone to listen to you for 10 minutes who knows the technique or who knows how to do it. So I'd really recommend doing a focusing course, foundation course in, at Focusing Australia, the teacher, Joe Kennedy, she's great. Or pick up Eugene Jenlin's book, Focusing. Um, I think there's a website called Focusing Institution. There's heaps of resources um, that are for free and resources that uh, you, know, you pay for but help build a foundation and help you lead into a community of other people. And then you make it your own. Yeah, it's, it's great. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So pretty much there is this... Um someone else is facilitating it, it means um, someone is prepared is um, you know kind of 
holding the space for the other person and yeah. you feel hold and and you ask and tapped into and then yeah. there is this um the book you were talking about where they, yep. where he pretty much gives you some questions that you can ask yourself on like the situations you talked about before uh, with your housemate um yeah that helps you to deepen your own understanding that's right yeah so you can do it on your own and with other people and for some reason when you do it with other people there's something about the witnessing that um there's less opportunity for distraction <laughs> or I don't know what happens, but it has a potency that is different, but you're not always going to have people around. So it's good to know the technique and just being able to do it at home <laughs> on your own. Yeah. So they're both really beneficial. Mm. Mm -hmm. mm. And the technique you learn in the course and in the book, is that correct? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, Beautiful. Is there anything um, you would like to share that I haven't asked you? Good question. Um, I mean, I, I'd be curious to hear what you've, and, you know, what did you enjoy about the sessions that we've done together? Because we've done three sessions together as part of my training, which is very kind of you to do that with me. <laughs> uh, you know, it might be interesting for me to know, you know, um, yeah, what, how, how, how did you find it? Mm. Yeah, I feel um, what you said, it's, it's a bit hard to explain because often we feel feelings and we feel things. And it's, um, I'm asking myself this in life situations as well. It's like, you know, do, do I have the word for it to even describe what I feel? Yeah. And yeah. is it like, or is it intuition? Is it... Um, a feeling that I've learned that I have shoved down that happened when I was maybe a child and unconscious of how I felt. Um, yeah. And that's coming up. Um, is this like a um, kind of um, deep ingrained human feeling, you know, like what you said before, is it like a flight um, feeling um, or a fight feeling um, mm -hmm. like a, um, how do you say this? Like, a, like you know, a, um, evolutionary kind of feeling. Um, yeah. And then even what you said is like, where's this feeling coming from um, when you know that you forgot something? Is this coming yeah, yeah. from the unconscious? And, and even making, you know, decisions all the time. Like, where's this coming from? How do you yeah. make these decisions? And then, of course, yeah, you can think yourself to, to no man's land but also um where are different senses um coming from and and how to listen to them and i think um it was really nice experience this with you specifically through lockdown and i think it's a beautiful method to um let yourself fall into but also what you said before is like pretty much holding the space but also um being vulnerable in someone else's presence um, mm -hmm. and really have someone listening to you for an hour without um, it needs to be words, words and words where it's yeah. just also um, beautiful silence. Um, really tapping into the other person and understanding yeah. the, the space and, and, and the quiet times and, when to tap back in again to ask and um and 
yeah, it's it's just like I feel really gentle um, method specifically for people that really um, maybe are not so articulating um, and maybe just need to have the space of feeling and not so much and now tell me how you feel because you mm. might not know. I mean, I often think like, I don't know how I think. I don't know how I feel. I can't even sometimes explain things of why I do things where I do it. Like, you know, yeah. people ask me why I do this podcast and interviews and I, I really try to um, record myself today and explain it because some things are just arising in me and I'm just doing them. Um, and mm. it, it just comes pure from my... Um, from my why you know like yeah. or not from my why but from my um, purpose yeah. on how I have developed as a person and where yeah. I am in life and and why do I do the things that I do the way I'm doing and it yeah. has to be to do with mindfulness and I think awareness and also the question what you want to give in this world what you want to share yeah. and um yeah, I think this was a long answer, but I think it explained it really well because it's like, I think it, to come back to it, it's like, it's really a good method for, for um, yeah, just holding space and, um, you know, having not like an hour um, therapy session where you talk for an hour and in the end, you don't even know what you've said, um, yeah. which has also a point, of course, but um, I feel this is also more gentle for gently looking for your own answers in yourself and um, and coming to conclusions or back to yourself or um, aha moments. And I mean, I guess life is a journey. I mean, we possibly some things we never know, some things we can never grasp, um, mm -hmm. some decisions we never, um, you know, um, understand. And sometimes it's also good, as you said, to, accept who you are fully and mm -hmm. to accept and, and let go and yeah let situations go because um as long as you hold on to them and you can't figure out what the issue is it, it gets even worse so mm -hmm. um and the answer might come at one point but it might never come and holding on to it definitely doesn't help you in the present moment so that's right <laughs> that's my answer <laughs> That's a great answer. <laughs> and I really like that thing about what you say to coming, coming into our own answers or coming into our own purpose or our own knowing, you know, that's it. Well, we might not know why, you know, but we know when something's right, don't we? And it's like giving ourselves permission and the space to know what's right and act from there, you know, and we need that space to do that. So that was wonderful. I'm so glad this is recorded because I think the way you explained it was really on point. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> It was great. <laughs> Thanks. Um, Thanks. I also always ask everyone um, through your life and also the journey and, and also the focusing, um, do, do you have a message that is really important for your own self to share with the world, like some insights, you know, they, like some key points um, Mm, that you yeah. think is is valid to um you know yeah yeah you know. like a, yeah like a wish for the world or something like uh 
something that has been yeah oh that's there's many um something that mm. comes from your heart <laughs> yeah <laughs> Okay, like, oh, okay, what would I, what, what do I wish for? Or what have I learned? You know, something that comes from that to, to that could make life easier. I think, I don't know, like, as I come, you know, in our conversation, I think something that I'm remembering that I feel very grateful for is, uh, you know, I, I wish everybody feels listened to, you know, that feels heard. And that means we do that for ourselves and other people, you know. So I think that is very transformative and has changed me to feel heard um and kind of kindly listened to by other people with no judgment and for me to be able to do that for myself then it's like the pieces fall into place problems become no longer problems you know it's just like oh we're just human beings being human beings and then you know love is the only way forward in that way you know it's just acceptance and love and you know I think that's what I really wish for everybody uh and for me to cultivate more and more is you know, just to be able to hear each other and hear ourselves with no judgment. Um, I made that happen. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. They are um, beautiful finishing words. And <laughs> thank you so much. I think it's, um, it's, it's a really valid point of yeah, listening and um, being heard is uh, important. Um, so, so much. Um, mm -hmm. So, Thank you so much for um, this beautiful interview and, and your time and um, your presence and your practice and um, to holding the space. Um, it was really lovely. So thank oh, you. Thanks for the great question. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank you. Mm. <laughs>